When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tire Power. Think safety this month. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Montaigne Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! Nine minutes to seven on SENSA Breakfast. Good morning to you. Going for a top of 17 degrees today. The run home with Kimbo and the Rooch from 3pm. The boys are on a little bit later on, followed by Sports Day SA. Plenty of text flying in, Bix. 0427-154-166. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. What do you got? Yes, this one's from Rocco. He's, uh, he's actually referring to your work yesterday as a super sleuth in uncovering what was a conspiracy theory in regards to the uh, stew from Harndorf who... Cut up rough as a Port Adelaide supporter, but was actually a Crows fan. Now, yeah. Rocco is saying, I'm hearing conflicting reports that Stu is a Port supporter. And yesterday was the conspiracy, not Saturday night. And then he's referring to you, an employee of Port Adelaide trying to push the pro-Ken narrative. Jeepers. Well, I did a lot of work over the weekend and I can categorically confirm that Stu is a Crow supporter. If you missed this yesterday... You can have a listen to the podcast. And then um, Daniel has texted in asking if we are in your bathroom recording this morning. (laughs) (laughs) So Studio Lumo has moved for the day, but we're still powered by Lumo Energy SA. Yeah, we're literally, we're a bit like Ollie Wines. We got bumped out of the center square onto the wing. By Kane Corns. Yeah, Kane's doing, Gary's unavailable today. So it's Kane and, and Tim. Yeah, but listen to us. But Kane basically just walked in, um, flexed his muscles and put his chest out, which was a unique kind of sight, and said, hey, out. And he's sitting in your seat, Bix. He's not sitting in my seat because I press the buttons. Well, it's not It's not actually my seat. Mm. It's a seat that everyone sits in when they go there. So it is what it is. We are just, just custodians know, of Studio Lumo. <laughs> you know where the pecking order is, that's all. We are really down the bottom at the moment. <laughs> and we're just looking around going... Hey, at least we're here, hey? Yeah, exactly. Let's be grateful. We're in the team. Yeah, let's get under the SEN spotlight. I think that your time is done, and I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. Yeah. Yes, and the spotlight this morning, we're going to shine on the Richmond coaching job, which is still up for grabs. Um, A lot of people have forgotten about that, hey, because everyone's been speaking about Ken or Damien Hardwick, but then... We've just moved on thinking, oh, Richmond will take care of itself. Yeah, and, and it's been narrowed down to two, if you're to believe the, the pundits, and, and that is um, Andrew McWalter and Adam Uze. Let's have a listen to David Zeta. Yeah, so it's a race between two now at the moment. It's Andrew McWalter and Adam Uze. So it really is a question of the old or the new, or the known or the new. So Andrew McWalter, we know, has been there already. He's done the job in an interim capacity. We know that's not exactly uh, a great substitute for having done it full-time and changing your whole lifestyle. But he has several things going for him. He's very highly rated internally by the players. He's done that job in the caretaker capacity, a 7-6 win-loss record. He's been at the club since 2014. So he's certainly the more known quantity within Richmond. 
Richmond. You're then going to go outside. Adam Uze, he's come second in the Essendon and Greater Western Sydney coaching races. So uh, he's one of the best game day coaches in the competition, speaking to people who know about him and how he presents. He is someone with incredible footing now. So he sees the game really well. I think at Essendon, he obviously fell behind Brad Scott, who I think the club at the time needed an experienced coach who'd already done the job. Adam Uze, I think, with Richmond and where they're trying to go and find the next Damien Hardwick, probably a far better chance here for them. So I think Adam Uze and Andrew McWalter genuinely a flip of the coin at the moment. No one can really tell which way it's going, but we'll have a decision in the next week or two and certainly before grand final day this year. Mm, there you go. Good report there by David Zeta. Jared and Robbo uh, sat around, and as they do on AFL 360, they had their opinion. Is Do they want change? Do they want a guy like Adam Uze coming in from the outside from a pretty successful footy club in, in, in uh, Melbourne? He is the ball movement coach, which has come under a little bit of heat in recent weeks. But do they, do they want an Uze and get a new ideas as they go forward? Or Andrew McWalter, who's been with Damien Hardwick, and it's been, it's been, as Chris Scott said last night, it's been a pretty successful period and a style of football, um, and go, go on that fashion, and that's only the footy sense. Yep. There's, there's the psych testing, there's all these other different levels of testing, and GWS expanded on that with, um, with Kingsley recently, um, which we don't have got any idea about. No, no idea whatsoever. And, and they're in their final phase of that. So we've watched McWalter in the job and yep. he was very impressive uh, in the way that he handled it and he presented himself and he's got those inherent relationships already with so much of the Richmond group. I, I guess we don't really hear too much about that now because we're over here in South Australia, so it's hard to say which way you're going to lean. But Richmond had glimpses when Andrew McWalter took over that they're on the right path, which is fantastic. I guess the only question mark over Andrew is that will he just continue the journey that um, Damien Hardwick had mm. them on? Do you need a, a circuit breaker and Adam Uze coming in? Because you see, when a new coach comes in that has history with a side, mm. um, things change pretty quickly. Andrew would have his own spin on Damien's coaching style. And you look at what happened, what's happened on the Gold Coast. Damien Hardwick goes up there and Mario Charles an example of um, Damien Hardwick said, see you later from Richmond. And he goes up there to coach the Gold Coast <laughs> and he said, hey mate, I thought I uh, kind of got rid of you last time. See you later, Mario. Yeah. So a lot of, there's a, a lot of unknowns when you've got a coach that's been in the, the job for a while as a two I see then taking over. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of things for me. You, you touched on one. What... And Jared mentioned it as well. It's very different being an interim coach to being the the actual coach in your own right, because you set the agenda. Now I, I suspect, well, having done it myself, stepping in for Neil Craig for six weeks, there's not a lot you can do in terms of you can't rewrite the the playbook because you, you don't have you haven't had the time to practice it, and you know. So it's literally you're tweaking a few little things. That most of the changes to game style and game plan are all done in the preseason, and you need hours and hours and hours to to be able to train it and get it ingrained. So what we've seen from Andrew McWalter is really Damien Hardwick's his model with a few little tweaks. Now, I think though, if I was the Richmond selection panel i'd want to know what's your model andrew mm. and um and do you have your own style or are you sort of very much a damien hardwick devotee which is this is how we're going to play and we're going to continue down this line because the game actually changes all the time and if you don't have your own thoughts and i'm sure he does but you know if you're just going down the damien hardwick model and and you're 
sort of copying someone, that's that's dangerous because when the model changes, then what? Yeah. So and, and the game does change all the time. So if I was on the selection panel, I'd be saying, Andrew, sell me your game style. What what do you believe in? What's your philosophy? So that's one part of it. The second part is the cultural part of it. Now I have no doubt. It looks like culturally Richmond are in a great space and what Andrew McWalter's been able to do is continue down that path. And he clearly has a similar philosophy to to Damien Hardwick and, and the Richmond Footy Club and Benny Gale. And I think culture is one thing that is a constant that doesn't change too much and you want to preserve that. So that's a really safe bet, knowing that he can preserve that culture. And it's the flip side, I reckon, with Adam Uze. You heard people talk about him being tactically very strong and sees the game really well. So I think he would have a really clear picture in his head of, this is the way I'm going to play, this is the game style I'm going to sell and my philosophy. The, the, the risk is, if he comes in, does he build the same culture? Does he command the same uh, sort of gravitas that that Andrew McWalter has because he's been there, lived it, breathed it, it, it seeps out of him? So two very different things, I reckon, when you're looking at which way. So the, I think the risks are in different areas, culturally for Adam Uze and tactically for... Uh, Andrew McWalter. Do you also think, though, that since uh, Damien has has left, he's left his imprint on Richmond, and culturally, the players that are there can drive a lot of that. So the the person who's there is the key decision maker in the coach doesn't need to drive it, but it will be tested when the list starts changing oh, over yeah. a little bit. That's when Jack you actually Rebold, need people like Trent that. Cotchen, all, all those players. Yeah. So when they go, it, it's and that's what culture does is what you would expect is that next group that have been underneath, you know, the the, the ones we mentioned, Cochin and Revolt and others that are retiring, can they stand up? Yeah. But the thing about culture is it, it, it doesn't, you know, it's not something you say, oh, well, we've got great culture now. Let's just get on with it. It needs to be lived and breathed and, and monitored and pushed and maintained and, you know, talked about and, and the behaviours need to be shown daily. So it's not something that is a set and forget. It is a continual process that you're going through every day to make sure it stays. Uh, Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game worth over 70000 bucks. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12 and you are in with the charts T's and C's apply. It is 7 o'clock, Bix. What we are going to do next is talk about the whole process of players being delisted, exit meetings mm. and... A really challenging time for a lot of players, but a reality of football too, because Port Adelaide and Adelaide yesterday announced that um, I think four players from both teams uh, won't be part of the 2023 system, and they're pretty clear about that. So I uh, would love to get your take, and also I'd love to get your thoughts on um, the D-listings. Power fans, Crows fans, footy fans, our number one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We're in studio, Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Good morning.